Hi everyone, my name is Randy Todd and I want to welcome you to episode 35 of Something Worth Thinking About. In today's Wednesday episode, we want to reflect and think about a prayer and scripture as we do each and every Wednesday. And today's prayer is one of the prayers of Jesus that is recorded in scripture. It's also believed to be the very first words that our Lord spoke from the cross. And those words are simply, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Today, we want to simply hear these words and reflect on them and hopefully allow them to encourage us to know what an awesome God we seek and serve and how we too can pray for those who persecute us just as Jesus taught us to do so long ago in the Sermon on the Mount. Our text today is Luke chapter 23, verses 32 through 37. This text brings us front and center to the ugly and brutal scene of the cross. I'm confident that most of us would have been extremely uncomfortable at the cross if we were able to be there at all. It was anything but a family-friendly scene. This is a cruel, humiliating, horrific, tortuous execution that undoubtedly would have overwhelmed our senses, including our sense of decency. The sight, smell, and sounds of the cross were simply awful. We know that at some point that in spite of how horrible this experience must have been, the mother of Jesus and a couple of other Marys were still standing there near the cross, along with John, one of the disciples of Christ. But we get the sense that all of the gospel writers give us that just about everyone else that is there at the cross is against Jesus. And they were incredibly mean-spirited and outright hateful. Let's jump into the middle of this scene in the text of Luke's account of the cross. Hear the word of God. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with Jesus to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he's, if he's God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. It is truly a remarkable moment. In the midst of all the caustic insults, the rude and ugly words and behavior that was completely devoid of any trace of humanity, any trace of compassion, it was full instead of 
the inhumane, savage, heartless, and barbaric violence of the cross. Jesus spoke. Jesus let his voice be heard. And it stands in contrast to the time when Jesus was standing before the chief priests and before Pilate when he offered no defense. He kept his mouth shut. He would say nothing. He did not make any attempt to defend himself against the accusations that were being made against him. But here at the cross, in what is undeniably a truly dark moment, a God-forsaken space and place, Jesus lifted up his voice to pray. And the way Luke puts it, it is as if nobody cared to listen, nobody that is except for God. But nobody paused at the cross to hear what Jesus had to say. They just went right on with what they were doing, gambling for his clothing, gloating over his humiliation, and sneering at his shame. And again, Jesus is responding to all of this with his simple prayer, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. If we are willing and able to stomach the scene of the cross to come near and stand beside of Mary, the mother of Jesus, we will see into the very heart of God. Our God is not an angry, vengeful God. Yes, there will be judgment. Yes, we must all give an account of ourselves for all the things that we have done in our lives, whether good or evil. But here's the interesting thing. God has appointed the one who died on this cross at Calvary to be our judge. The one who prayed into the darkness of Golgotha, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. He is the one that we will stand before as our judge when he returns again in glory as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Our God is love. Our God is mercy. Our God is hope. Our God is redemption. Our God is salvation. Our God is compassion. His name is Jesus, and his name means the Lord saves, or the Lord is salvation. This is what the name Jesus means. He was given this name because he came into this world to save his people from their sins. And this is why he prayed on that cross. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. When you come to Jesus seeking mercy and hope and strength and a new beginning, compassion and understanding, you're coming to the one who prayed for those who stripped him of his clothes, stripped him of his dignity, and ultimately stripped him of his very life. And he said to God, while they were doing it, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. It is no wonder that the Father has given Jesus a name that is above all names 
in heaven and on earth. May the name of Jesus forever be revered on the hearts, in the minds, and on the lips of those who confess him as Lord, those who love him and seek him with all of our heart. Never doubt that Jesus loves you to the very end.